and welcome to the Absolute Recap Chemistry Edition, where we aim to maximize your understanding and minimize your need for memorization. Each episode will recap content, skills, and test-taking tips to help you succeed in May. I'm your host, Melanie Kingett, and your recap starts now. Hi, and welcome to the Absolute Recap Chemistry Edition. Today's episode will recap electrolysis. Let's zoom out. We're in Unit 9, Applications of Thermodynamics. Topic 9.10, Electrolysis and Faraday's Law. Our big idea is energy. Today, we are discussing a chemical process that saves lives, as chemistry always does, or at least makes our life a lot prettier at low costs. Wonder what I'm talking about? Electroplating. We can use electrolysis to deposit a thin layer of one metal on another metal. How does that make your life prettier or even save lives? Electroplating is used in the automobile industry to prevent corrosion by coating steel, which easily rusts, with a thin layer of a zinc-nickel alloy. It is also used frequently to make the cars look nicer when parts are coated with chromium. You can also buy jewelry that is electroplated with thin layers of silver or gold. Same look, but for a cheaper price. Let's zoom in. Electrolysis reactions and the process of electroplating happen in electrolytic cells. Quick recap of episode 41. Electrolytic cells need a power source. Setting this at maximum power. Because electrolytic cells contain reactions that are thermodynamically unfavored. Therefore, the chemical reaction needs electrical energy that can be converted to chemical energy. Let's start right away with an example and make our cutlery a bit fancier by electroplating a zinc spoon with a thin layer of silver. As discussed in episode 41, the zinc spoon and the silver metal will be in a beaker together, in our case, filled with silver cyanide and connected with wires to a power source. The zinc spoon is our cathode, where electrons are gained. The silver metal is our anode, where electrons are lost. When silver metal loses electrons, it forms silver-1 cations that go into solution. At the same time, at the cathode, the silver-1 ions in solution will gain an electron and deposit as elemental silver on our spoon. Ta-da! Hello, AP students. Producer Brad here to tell you about the importance of hard work and... Okay, they're gone. Here's the deal. One procrastinator to another, you haven't started studying. Hey, no, you don't need to lie to me or make up excuses. You're among friends. We're in the trust tree, okay? Now, like I was saying, you haven't started studying, and I haven't started editing the episode you're listening to. But guess what? It doesn't matter. We thrive under pressure. Does awesome stuff happen when you carefully plan for months and months? No. Awesome stuff happens at the end, when the clock is winding down. Hail Mary touchdown passes, buzzer beaters from half court, walk-off grand slams, fireworks, dessert, every action movie ever. This is when legends are born. With that being said, it doesn't hurt to give the material a once-over. That's where the binge comes in. Sign up for a virtual binge review session today at theabsoluterecap.com. That's the A-P-S-O-L-U-T-E recap.com. And then go be awesome like your hero, me. Now, there are a few things to consider during electrolysis and electroplating. How thick do I want my layer of coating to be? What current do I need? And how long do I have to let the reaction run? I don't mean to be abrupt, but I will have answers. These questions can be answered with Faraday's law and stoichiometry. 
Faraday's law tells us that the amount of substance that is being oxidized or reduced during electrolysis is proportional to the amount of electricity passed through and the time. Electric charge, Q, equals current, I, in ampere, times time, T, in seconds. Your unit of electric charge, therefore, is ampere second, which is more commonly referred to as Coulomb. If we define it the other way around, Coulomb is the quantity of charge passing a point in a circuit in one second when the current is one ampere. Now, how does that help with calculating a mass? The connection is Faraday's constant, which states that the charge of one mole of electrons is 96,485C. This constant is also given on the equation sheet, but I'm still not at mass. True, but now I can use my half reaction to relate the number of moles of electrons to the moles of elemental silver, and then use the molar mass to determine the mass of silver. This sounds way more complicated than it actually is. I don't know, it looks mighty complicated. So let's go back to our example. We apply 5.0 amps for 31 minutes. How much silver is produced? First step, determine the electric charge in coulombs. As mentioned before, electric charge in coulomb is ampere times time in seconds. In our case, we would convert 31 minutes to seconds, 1,860 seconds, times 5.0 ampere, which is 9,300 coulomb. Second step, using Faraday's constant, we can now convert our 9,300 coulomb to moles of electrons. 9,300 coulomb times one mole of electrons over 96,458 coulomb is 0.096 moles of electrons. Third step, looking at the half reaction, we know that we need one mole of electrons for one mole of elemental silver. Therefore, our 0.096 moles of electrons equal 0.096 moles of silver. And now, our fourth and final step. Convert our moles of silver to grams of silver using the molar mass of 107.8 grams per mole and have 10.4 grams of silver. As you've seen in this example, the key is stoichiometry and really dimensional analysis. As always with dimensional analysis, use your units and make sure they cancel out. If they don't, use force if necessary. You have to go back. With this, we can go in any direction. If we know the time and the mass we want to plate, we can calculate the current needed. If we know the current and mass we want to plate, we can calculate the time needed. To recap, electrolytic cells need a power source because electrolytic cells contain reactions that are thermodynamically unfavored. Electroplating can be used to deposit a thin layer of metal on an object, like with corrosion protection. Using Faraday's law, Faraday's constant, and dimensional analysis, we can calculate the amount of metal deposited, the time needed, or the current needed for electroplating. Coming up next on the Absolute Recap Chemistry Edition. It's our listener's choice episode. If you have a topic you'd like us to cover, please contact us through social media or our website. Today's question of the day is about electrolysis. Electrolysis can also be used to produce or refine metals in electrometallurgy. What is the name of the electrolytic process to produce aluminum? 
For the answer to the question of the day, please follow us on Instagram at the Absolute Recap. That's the A P S O L U T E Recap. Please remember to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get podcasts. For updates on episode schedules, study guides, and to contact us with questions and suggestions, please visit our website, theabsoluterecap.com. The Absolute Recap is produced by Brad Kingett with music by Zach Caruso. Today's episode was written by Sarah Rader. Time's up, Bunsen burners off. Thank you for listening to the Absolute Recap Chemistry Edition. AP is a registered trademark of the College Board. Copyright 2020, Absolute Recap. LLC. All rights reserved.